Suns will win the game. This is a huge win for Phoenix. They had lost six in a row. Come out of Chase Center with a win. I don't know if it's the worst loss of the year for the Warriors, but it's right there with any of the losses they have had this year where they've been disappointed. Don't take lose 125 to 113, one of the worst losses of the season. Uh, they flip spots in the standings with Phoenix. Warriors are now 20 and 21. Suns go to 21 and 21. Uh, so they're a half game up. The Suns are now in seventh in the West. And the Clippers, who are winning, they'll stay at six. So um, the Minnesota Timberwolves are at 20 and 21. Warriors fall into a tie with them for the number eight spot. So that's where you're at right now. With the standings. By yeah. the way, uh, go ahead, Tim. I was going to do this. Uh, the Warriors had three dunks tonight, and that means $6,000 will be donated by Rakuten to the Warriors Community Foundation as part of the Dunks for Donations program presented by Rakuten. Thank you, Rakuten, and go Warriors. The Warriors had, wow, seven steals in that fourth quarter. Man. Seven. Man. I mean, they really turned it up in the fourth quarter. Unfortunately, they waited to the fourth quarter. To, to turn it up. And again, it was just too late. Yeah. Uh, they outscored them. They, you know, they, they put up 68 points in the second half. And the defense was better in the fourth quarter, especially the first six minutes. Really good. Got into them. Uh, sunk their teeth into them. Just not letting them away uh, from their body. But you put yourself in a 26, 27-point hole. It's really, really tough. Uh, they just couldn't quite get over the, couldn't quite get over the hump. They had a chance to hit a few big shots in the fourth, uh, like momentum shots, and couldn't quite get it. The big one was the, the Steph Curry three on the Andre foul. That was the biggest one uh, that he hooked Damian Lee, and that one I think would have cut it to ten with about four minutes to go. So they would have had plenty of time, but they just couldn't quite, couldn't quite get over the hump, and it just makes it, it just weird. Because the homestand was going so well at 5-0. and And 5-3 and is not a terrible homestand. But it just feels like it was, it was, it wasn't good. Like 5, the, the way it ended, the teams you lose to, Orlando, Detroit, and then it depleted. And depleted, it's putting it kindly. Uh, Phoenix team. Decimated. Yeah, I mean, they, they're, they're three best players. Well, Three of their four best players. Bridges was out there, and Bridges, boy, he had some Man, monster offensive rebounds wow. at the end. I mean, monster offensive rebounds. How many offensive rebounds? They have six. They had 20 offensive rebounds. No, he had three. Uh, six defensive rebounds. But they had 20. 20 offensive rebounds. And the Warriors had 16. Tory Craig had six along. Yeah. I mean, six from him. Sarge, three. Biombo three. Bridges, three. But those those ones that Bridges had toward the end, because that's when the tidal wave was coming and the Warriors were making their push, and he'd get an offensive rebound twice. And that one shot was about a nine on degree of difficulty. I mean, he was leaning away. Looked like his body was levitating uh, on, you know, off the ground. And he just managed to, to get that thing uh, in the hoop. But he was really, really good. I mean, some of the buckets he hit were just big-time buckets. And those are just killers because you stop them defensively you're playing hard the crowd's going crazy and then they get an offensive rebound and a putback he got two of them and Sarge got one of them too and those were just massive massive plays but again you get yourself down that big 
you can't give up those plays. You just you, you put yourself in a position where you can't give up those plays, and and they did. You know, it, it's the, we're at the halfway point of the season now. We're halfway through, and I just can't help but think that you look back at the the first half of the season, and you know it's like you know uh, paradise lost. It's opportunity lost. You know the Warriors just you know did not you know, take care of business against a lot of teams. And what you fear, at least what I fear at this point, is that they're going to put themselves in a position where the hill in the postseason may be too big to climb, not necessarily in terms of talent, but how many, you know, this team has won three road games. They haven't won a road game where they shot less than 50%. So they're not winning grimy games on the road. They have to develop that because it looks like right now that they may have to go on the road and not win one game on the road. They're going to have to win two games on the road to win a series. And, and that's difficult to do against talented teams. And so, you know, long way to go, long way to go. It's only January. But, but I think their you know, concern would be the right word. What do you think number of wins it's going to take to get home court, top four seed? What, are the, what, what would the four seed have? Wow. 47? Yeah, I think probably somewhere around there because, you know, you look at Denver right now. They played, if you just just flip it and say, okay, they're going to win exactly the same record, which they won't. But the 27-13, okay, they would be 54 and 26. Mm -hmm. That's what? That's only 80 games, right? No. Good enough, I get it. Okay. So 54, 54, maybe 56, Look, they didn't. They they, they did not, when it came to Sportscaster of the Year, they didn't factor in math. So don't don't worry about that. Let's keep going. Just just be quiet. (laughs) Just, I didn't want to hear from you. Okay, so say the the top two teams, Denver and Memphis, they're winning mid-50s. Okay. Okay. Pelicans win 49 to 52, somewhere in there. Mavericks win, say, 47s. Yeah, I think that's probably going to be right where the number is, right around 47, okay. 46 wins. So that's 27 and 14 for the Warriors, second half of the season. Yeah. Now, doable? Yes, but I would say this, and tell me if you agree with me, it's doable based on what we know of this team over the last number of years and based on their pedigree and, and who they are. It's certainly not based on what we've seen this year. And what we've seen this year, if somebody knew nothing about the Warriors and just flew in and knew, but knew basketball, but let's say they were in the uh, the Congo hanging out with the uh, the gorillas, which I'd love to do. That'd be awesome just to stay there for like a year, just like leave Earth and not leave Earth, but leave mankind, just go hang out. I would love to do something like that. Anyway, uh, I'm getting lost. Uh, yeah, let's you're, say you're so lost, the, and you're dragging <laughs> well, me down into the well, volcano with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like my mom said the same thing. Uh, and you watch basketball. You wouldn't say this team could win 27 games second half of the season. No. Not the way they're playing. No. So it's, again, this game I thought was understandable that they would look a little clunky because Steph's coming back. Uh, Wiggins just got back. But not clunky to the tune that you were down 27 to a team without Paul, without Booker, without Aiden. I mean, they, No. No, I would have never. They, that wasn't even a scenario I considered. And yet here they are uh, down 27 and couldn't quite get it done. So we'll see what they can figure out on the road because they've really, really struggled on the road. And they got a five-game uh, set coming up, uh, five-game stretch. And it's not a – let's put it this way. 
there's some winnable games there. They they have some there there's some teams uh on the stretch that are that are winnable. Spurs, winnable. Bulls, winnable. Wizards, winnable. Then they go Celtics, that'll be tough. And Cavs will be tough. The, 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 those uh, at the end of the trip, those are going to be tough. But the way they're playing on the road right now, there's not one team I could look at and go, oh, yeah, they should win that game. I mean, they got to they got to prove that again, that they can go out on the road and, and win those type of games. So, And the, and the problem I see is that they can be ready for Boston. And because they're they're their their antenna will be up, they'll they'll be focused, they'll be you know, they know the kind of team they're playing in Boston and they can play their best game of the road trip and still lose. Yeah. Yeah, in Boston. Yeah. And that's that's the problem that you have there. And the problem is the other three games, they might not have their antenna up. Right. And get beat by a team that if they did have their antenna up, they could beat, but uh again, we said it earlier on. At some point you are what your record says you are, and they're under five hundred at the midway point of the season. Are there reasons? Yeah, everyone has them, uh, why they are where they are. But they they got to figure some stuff out. First off, they got to figure out who they're going to be defensively. Because there's no way. There's no way. All due respect to these guys on the Suns. I mean, they're pros, and they belong in the league, and, and all that. Give them credit for the win. If the Warriors were locked in defensively, there's no way that team scores 125. It just isn't. Not a no. Not a chance. In their in their last ten games, the Suns have scored uh, one twenty five twice, and that was before Paul and and Aiton and those guys got out. So yeah, over the last eight games, they're barely averaging a hundred. Yeah. If they are, yeah. And so that just again, that was a lack. That was the one really disappointing thing about this game. It's just a lack of attention to detail. Early on in a game where you're coming off those losses to Detroit and Orlando, and it's the last game of the homestand, your longest homestand of the year, and you want to finish it up on, on the right foot because, boy, you win this one, six and two seems pretty good. Like, hey, that's a hell of a, that's a, hell of a homestand. No, we lost to two teams we shouldn't have, but you know what? Six and two is six and two. Let's carry that momentum over to the road. And let's have a winning road trip. Well, now you have a winning homestand, but it's five and three, and you lost to three teams that you're better than, that you should have beaten, and you didn't, and you have a bad taste in your mouth heading out on the road. So it just the whole thing's completely different because because of this game. And I'm not saying you look at and go, oh, I would have forgot about Detroit Orlando. I still think they should have won those games too, but. It's the end of the homestand, and you win that game. So it just you have a whole different perspective because it just seems like a failure is probably too strong because they did have a winning homestand, but it's it, it's a major disappointment for a, for for a homestand that was a winning homestand. It's a major disappointment, and that's not an overstatement. It's, what's funny is they they developed this grimy identity on this homestand where they won a lot of tough games, and then it all just went away. Back, you know, just as soon as you had, you thought, oh, okay, they're developing their identity. Here it is. And bang, it's gone. It's just um, got to yeah. get it back. Got to get it back. Where'd it go? I don't know. It disappeared. Is it in San Antonio? It, it, went, it, <laughs> went, up in, it went up in the air. Hopefully it's in San Antonio. <laughs> Hopefully it's in San Antonio. But uh, last time the Warriors lost three straight at home was last March. 
with a loss to the um, Celtics, the Spurs, and Suns in that order. So there you go. I want to know the last time they lost three in a row at home to teams that were under 500. Because the Suns were under 500 when they came in here to play this game. Well, my my guess is that I probably saw it. <laughs> <laughs> it could have been the pandemic year. Could yeah, it could have been the pandemic year. I mean, that's a possibility. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. That's a possibility. Yeah, that was that was a tough year. That was a rough year. Yeah. Uh, man, just <laughs> just kind of at a loss. Just like shaking my head, like because again, I did not see this coming. Did did not see this coming at all. Orlando, Detroit, you can make a case, especially with uh, Clay, Clay missing the game against Detroit and Steph missing both those games and Wiggins coming back for the, the second game. And, okay, you know, you still you probably should beat those teams, but give those teams credit. They play hard and they got after it. Uh, but it, this is a team that I know – look, I know they got a couple guys that are rusty, but the Suns – like you said, they were decimated. They were losing, yeah. losing to three the, of their the, top four players. The guys that were off the floor tonight for the Suns, that's a pretty good squad. That's a 45-50 that's a yeah. win team. Well, you didn't, I, I didn't even mention, you mentioned it, but I didn't mention campaign. I didn't mention Cam Johnson. Janet. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I mean you got a good six-man squad there. Absolutely. You can go play. You, yeah. You can go play. Sign a couple of backup bigs and a guard, backup point, another point guard, and you're good. It just go. goes to show you when... You let guys who are in the NBA feel comfortable and feel good about themselves, then it becomes, uh, by any measure, tougher the rest of the game. Yep. Because they've got themselves into a uh, into a comfort zone, and that's what happened. It wasn't until the fourth quarter they took them out of that comfort zone, but by then it was too late. Well. You know, I think on Star Wars Night, let's finish it off with this one. As Yoda would say, do or do not. There is no try. So, so there <laughs> you go. Very nice. There you go. I like that one. I like so. that one. Safe travels? Yes. When are you guys taking off? Uh, Thursday. Very nice. Yeah. You're going to be on the road for the uh, first run of the super, super wild card playoffs. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I'll be on the road. Yeah. So nine days. Nine day, nine day trip. So I'll be thinking about you. Oh, I'm sure you will. <laughs> yeah, you're rolling over and going, oh. Yeah, so, I, might, I might wave. Yeah, as we take off. Well, we don't take off from your side of the pond anymore. Well, I can still wave. Okay, all right. They can still wave. Yeah, we might fly over your house. That might. It's be more it. symbolic. Yes. Uh, yeah, okay. It's like a parade wave. Yeah, there exactly. we go. Yeah, yeah. So. The queen wave. Yeah. One of those. Yes. All right, we'll save tra- Yeah. Final question. Are you going to yeah. go out and buy uh, Prince Harry's book? You mentioned the queen. What? Wait, what? Good night, Tom. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> I, think you, I think you might have been serious. I was for a second. I realize you have no idea what I'm talking about. No, I know, I know, who, I know who he is. I'm not that dense. He, he wrote but a, am I buying the book? He wrote a tell-all book. Yeah, I know. He, he just got, you know. No. No. I, I could, Called Spare, I, yeah. Yeah. I could care less. Yeah. So, Apparently, no. he went to get out of the spotlight, so he has a Netflix special and a book. Yes. Are you going to get the book? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. But there are other people in my house that will will get the book. That's funny, though. That's going to make me laugh all the way home. <laughs> <laughs> see you, Tim. All right. See you.